It's 3.06 in the morning. That kazoo probably woke up everyone in the house where I live. So I decided to venture outside for the rest of this episode. I'm going to a place that is kind of soundproof, but we may still be able to hear the crickets. What are we doing today? I'll tell you. There's a, a very special app called AI Dungeon. It is not for BDSM porn material. Rather, well, it can be. Um, what it was designed for is a, a sort of a, a text adventure game, but completely generated by an artificial intelligence so that it's new every time and you don't know what's going to happen and, and you don't need to play you know, with other people. Uh, here we are. Yeah, that should be a lot quieter. Let's grab a chair. Anyways, uh, it's a really cool idea. And in execution, it works somewhat less. So I thought, hey, Let's make an episode of it, am I right? Oh, this is loads quieter. Also, a lot cobwebier. Goodness me, all over my leg. Blech. Let's sit down and figure it out, shall we? So let's open this puppy up. Now that we're in the somewhat quieter space. A-I dungeon, there we go. Oh, I'm Sam Gotter. this is my podcast. It's been a while since I posted anything, mostly because all of the content I've been producing has been shit. Um, so I'd like to continue that trend today, and uh, let's start a new game. Let's go under prompts. I'd love to have some audience feedback for this, but obviously these things aren't live. So we've got fantasy, mystery, apocalyptic, zombies, cyberpunk, uh, custom... Halloween, Tiger King, or Quarantine. I feel like we gotta do a Quarantine one, right? I mean... This is the only time we can do it. So we can either be... This is fantastic. We can either be a nurse, a person, or a pet. As... As intriguing as that third category is, I'm going to go ahead and do Nurse right now, because they're the real heroes. Of course, enter your character's name. Uh, that's going to be... Dinglemeyer... Derrickson. Alright. Um, generating story, here we go. So I, I, I can't promise this is going to be funny right away, but sooner or later, these things tend to break down and get ridiculous. I was a space captain in one, I remember recently, and there were some space pirates, as there tend to be in space, and uh, I, I reached over and I saw an asteroid... So I reached over and I, I was in a ship 
and I reached over and grabbed the asteroid and threw it at one of the pirates. The computer later described the asteroid as a a floating metal sphere with a with a metal rod sticking out of it. So it, it clearly just doesn't it knows asteroids are in space, but it clearly does not understand what they are. Anyways, let's let's figure this out. So the computer's going to tell me things and it's going to say it in, in, I think it's second person, like, you do this, you do this. Um, and I'll read, you know, I'll say my responses in, you know, first person. I'll do this. And that's how you'll be able to tell who's talking. Cool. Now that we've got that out of the way. You are Dinglemeyer Derrickson, a nurse trying to stay sane during a global quarantine. I'll mention I've, I've not done this particular adventure before, so I don't know what it's going to say. You have a stethoscope and a cheap watch. Great. All right. I'm glad it... I'm glad it clarified that. I have a stethoscope so we know I'm a nurse and a cheap watch so we know I'm not a doctor. Um, you are a modern-day hero. Yeah, but you are also worn out. That's what it says. You have been helping people with the virus all day and just as you are about to end your shift. Jesus Christ! Okay, so I can tell the first part, ending with just as you are about to end your shift, that's going to be the thing that they say for everyone choosing this adventure. And then everything after you are about to end your shift is the computer making stuff up now for me. And I can tell that uh, partly because it ends the paragraph after you are about to end your shift and partly because it says, just as you are about to end your shift, the military is coming to take you out. I don't understand, you say. You were a good nurse, says the colonel. You are confused by this line of questioning. This is fantastic. I was worried that this was going to take too long to get funny. And, oh boy. Let's figure this out. I guess I should try to escape, right? Try to escape. Alright. You run for the door, but the military personnel have already blocked it. You try to fight your way out, but the military is too many. The military is too many. Soon, they subdue you and take you away. So in this game, I can do... I can say, or I can alter what happens in the story. Uh, like if it says something I didn't want to have. Like if I try to do something and it doesn't understand what I'm trying to do. Um, we won't be using that third one much. But I'll say, why are you taking me away? And his response... Your actions and your words have been noted. You saved many lives yesterday, and it is with a great joy that we finally contain the virus. You will be rewarded for your actions. Hospital, you... Hospital will you will receive. Oh, so I'm... So this is a celebratory kidnapping. That's fantastic. Okay. I guess I should... Celebrate. Celebrate. 
You shake your head in disbelief. No, the military cannot take you away. They cannot take your life. You have saved lives, and that is why the military has come to take you from the hospital. This is fantastic. This is, I don't even know what to make of this. I mean, it took my suggestion of celebrating and it completely ignored it. Um, I run. I run so far away. But it is too late. The military has already put you in the back of their SUV and driven away. Okay, I... I ask where we are going. The soldier driving does not answer. You are too afraid to ask again. Your fear is replaced with confusion as you notice you are turning left when you should be turning right. I guess I know how to get to the... It doesn't make any sense. I don't know where I'm going. How can I know which way we should be turning? Also, it's really not giving me very good prompts because it's just like, you're in a car. What do you do? Oh, I try to get out. You can't get out. What do you do? I guess I could try... breaking down the door? I break down the door. You pull at the door, but it is sealed tight. It is clear that the military will not let you leave. You are stuck in the back of the vehicle and you have no means to escape. Well, fuck me then. I guess I wait. Soon, the SUV comes to a halt. The driver gets out and you hear the door being opened from the back. You slowly get up and are faced with a single military uniform. What will I do? I guess I will address the military uniform. How do you do, military uniform? The soldier looks down at you and finally looks up at your eyes. Oh, he wants me, does he? He grabs your upper arm and leads you toward a walk-in freezer. I don't like where this is going. You try to pull away, but the soldier is much stronger than you. Try to pull away again. The soldier tightens his grip and you back away. I, I back away now, do I? After he tightens his grip, you bump into the freezer door. Your heart flutters as the soldier finally speaks. I am here to take you to your new home, he says. I say... Where? This freezer? I've never lived in a freezer before. The soldier opens the freezer door and walks inside with you. He closes the door... <laughs> And locks it. This will be your new home, I'm afraid, he says. <laughs> Do you live with me too? That's me, I say that. And the computer responds. The soldier does not answer. He just heads outside. 
and takes you round to the passenger door. He opens it, gently pushes you inside. We have some cleaning to do, he says. What the fuck is happening? I thought I was in a freezer. What the fuck is happening? I'm going to say that. I'm going to say, what the fuck is happening? You have the virus. This is the soldier speaking. You have the virus. In fact, you are one of the good ones. We need people like you to survive, he says. I'm not diseased, you protest. Um, I'm a nurse, so I guess I just... Oh, I know what to do. Listen, it's been right in front of me the whole time. What's the most dangerous weapon? Think about it. What is the most dangerous weapon a nurse or doctor has in their arsenal? The thing that can hurt people the most. That's right. The vaccine. Of course. It's so obvious. I give him... Now... In... Infect him with the vaccine. Perfect. It's a brilliant plan. He'll be dead in six to eight weeks. You grab the soldier's arm and... That's not really what I said. You grab the soldier's arm and bite down hard into it. The soldier screams, pulling away. You fall to the ground as he runs out of the vehicle. He slams the door, locking you inside. Great. I, I, that's the best case scenario. I drive the vehicle home. Oh, well, the soldier walks back to the vehicle, opening the door. Interesting choice for a pet, wouldn't you say? He asks. You stare at the man, noting that his uniform is covered in blood, probably from when I bit him. So I don't I don't think this is really going anywhere, so I'm going to end it here. I will save this story, so if you want me to keep going on this particular story, let me know. Or, um, or I can do new stories. I, I, this was in the archive folder, so I have a feeling this was one of the less developed ones. The other ones usually make a little bit more sense than this. I don't know if that's what we want, though, for the sake of comedy. This was pretty great. I'm pretty excited to, to see what the pet option is. What are your adventures going to be as a pet during the quarantine? I, I wasn't... Now, maybe I'm ignorant here, but I, I wasn't aware that, uh, that the quarantine affected pets all that much. I mean, sure, they're probably affected, but like to the point where we would include them as a third category? I just didn't know that. You know what? Actually, wh why don't we do that? I, I feel like I, it's going to kill me if I don't figure out what this pet option is. I'm going to die if I don't find out right now. I demand instant gratification. Uh, before that instant gratification, however, um, I am going to take you to an ad. 
It's, I think it's our first ad on this podcast, which is exciting, paid advertisement. It's by a private startup company. Um, I mean, I don't want to give them a second advertisement for free, but it's, uh, they, they, they send in the ad and, um, listen, I don't, I'm not going to judge someone who's going to pay me for airtime. So here's the ad, I guess. Do you like tomatoes? I love tomatoes. Tomatoes are good for you. They are good for the mind, body, and soul. Ah yes, the soul. Who doesn't love their soul? Some things aren't born. In fact, they never began. They were always here. Corporations are people. But some are more than people. Some lurk in the shadows, scuttling out of sight behind a corner clinging to the underside of your bed, watching, waiting. Waiting for what? Waiting to give you the best deals and freshest tomatoes on the market. Michael's Fresh Tomatoes. Tomatoes you can eat. Find us on Instagram at Michael's Fresh Tomatoes. We love you. And we're back. Uh, let's, let's go back here and let's select the pet option. Enter your character's name. I am going to steal a name from Bojack Horseman and say the pet's name is Meow Meow Fluffy Face. I thought that was a great name when I heard it. And generating story. Great. You are Meow Meow Fluffy Face, a pet trying to stay sane during a global quarantine. You have a toy and a bowl of food. You are so excited that your owner decided to never leave the house again. Soon, the stores run out of food, and the media stops reporting on people. Now it's just you and your owner. How long can you last? And then it just says, Hello. And I don't understand who's supposed to be speaking, but I guess I will say, Meow. Because it never really specified that we are a cat, but... Yes, your owner says happily. I'm so happy. I finally found you a pet. Meow, you say. Great. I don't know what that means. I'm going to say meow again. I'm going to keep you company in the quarantine, he says, trying not to make his voice crack. Meow, you say. This is riveting. I'm going to say, feed me puny human. Oh, yes, food, he says excitedly, searching through the cabinets. He understands me. I guess I spoke English, and he just... Takes that in stride, and then it says I say meow again. Meow, you say. Great, so I guess I eat the food? Here you go. Cut off the top and squeeze the sides just like you would a water bottle. I shit you not, it just said that sentence to me. Cut off... 
cut the top off and squeeze the sides just like you would a water bottle. And then he goes on to say, I think we have some apples, some chicken, some brown. And I go, huh? And he goes, never mind. Now, I want to look at the brown, see what that is. Try to ascertain what that is. I'm aware of an orange. It's a rectangular box with a brown top and a picture of some chicken on it. Okay, I feel like that would um, qualify as the chicken, but that's fine. Your owner unwraps the top, you know, of the box, shakes up the chicken and apple pieces, and feeds it to you. Great. I eat that. You know what? Fuck it. I'm bored. I eat the owner. You little monster, he laughs, feeding you more chicken and apple. You eat it happily. I don't think I was I was clear enough. Kill and eat my owner. Quarantine has drive, driv, driven me crazy. You stare at the man, his eyes flinching back and forth. You wonder briefly if he can even see you. <laughs> If he does, he's not afraid. Tommy rubs? Since eating him's not going to work, I might as well get some Tommy rubs. No, he says sternly. You sigh and sit down. You push your tongue against the roof of your mouth, <laughs> making a loud buzzing noise. Does it think I'm a cat or a bumblebee? Side point, how do I think bumblebees work? Counterpoint to that counterpoint, I don't know that that isn't how they make their buzz. I'd look it up now, but I'm in the middle of a podcast, so I'm not going to. Um, say, I'm a pretty... Little bumblebee. I'm saying that. He squints at you and tries to see if you're being serious. What do you want? I think I was pretty clear on that. Tummy rubs. You raise your paw to your mouth and suck in air through your teeth, making... A whistling noise. What are you? He says. A pretty little bumblebee. So here's the thing. I could keep going. But I feel like there's only so much nonsense you can take before it stops being entertaining. It has to be tied together through at least some semblance of a narrative. And literally nothing has happened in this story other than a pet suddenly gained the ability of speech and its owner doesn't even break his stride. Just completely accepts it fully, 100%, immediately with no reservations, hesitations, or questions. Um, so I'm going to... 
jump out the window and end this thing. You stand on your hind legs and put your claws against the window, flinging yourself ass, uh, outwards and smashing into the concrete below with a painful thud. Well, I, I didn't expect that to be so grim. The good news is I do yell in pain and struggle to stand up, so I guess I'm alive for now. Listen, I've clearly killed the comedic momentum of any of this. I'm just going to end it here. Uh, sorry that the second half wasn't as big as the first half. I feel like that's in bad form, but what else am I going to do here? Um... Yeah. Bye. Listen, I, I had fun, and I know there's a lot more comedic potential in that app, so if you want me to do more soon, please let me know. Um, you know, either... Well, I don't know how you would contact me, actually, unless you know me in person, and... Not even the people I know in person are listening to this podcast, which I don't blame them. It's not a good podcast. It says so in the title. Um, but yeah, let me know what's up. Give me a, give me a contact. And thanks again to our sponsor. Um, I'm not even going to comment on that. Uh, see you around. I don't really have a good closing sound or anything for this podcast so I I guess it's just gonna kinda 